right, well, good morning. It is Thursday, and uh, looking forward to a good day today. It is our food distribution time, and uh, glory to God using that. But this is Pastor Greg, and I have with me today Pastor Aaron Hoffman. Hello, and good morning. Good morning, everybody. So, um, hope you're having a great day. By the way, still waiting to hear if anybody has figured out what other chapter of the Bible has 22 stanzas, just like Psalm 119 we've been looking at, mm-hmm. has 22 stanzas, and um, the other chapter does it with three verses per stanza. Um, and I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna give a clue because it's now gone a week, and I haven't heard anybody. So I, I'm gonna give a clue because um, I've given this out now three times, and this preacher is very sad that no <laughs> one has. Um, got it, and that's my clue. So there you go. So see if it comes to your mind. That's my clue. <laughs> Giving it out three times, and this preacher is really sad that nobody has gotten this one. So there's our think on that one. Well, thank you for that clue. <laughs> once you once you figure it out, you're like, oh, that is like the perfect clue. Um, so well, I'm sure it is. Uh, well, anyways, well, we have been working through Psalm 119 and looking at just different um, different verses in it, different stanzas, and today we're going to study the nun. You ever studied a nun before? No. Me either. No. <laughs> I think that sounds like a scary thing to do. But this stanza is labeled after the letter nun. Um, so we're not, we're not studying a nun as in a mm-hmm. lady in a, I don't even know what they... What do they call that? Maybe in a, some kind of dark robe. Black, yeah. Um, <laughs> a, a habit? They call it a habit? I do not know what they call them. I don't know uh, what they call that. You could Google it quick if you want. I'm wanted. sure we could. So, um, so we're, not, we're not studying some kind of celibate woman this morning. Um, we're going to be looking at this great chapter, this great, this great uh, stanza. And um, this one really a lot like the other uh, stanzas. It'll often give you kind of a, a theme or a thought in the first verse of the stanza. And then the, the author kind of breaks it out and kind of applies it in different ways in the following verses. So, for instance, in this one, verse 105, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Well, that's a pretty well-known verse. And he kind of breaks it out. Similarly, in the stanza right before this, oh, how I love your law. It is my meditation all the day. That's verse 97. We did that one on Tuesday. And, um, and so, and then he breaks it out from there. And so we see a similar um, thing here of him taking that and drawing it forward and the importance of having the Word of God as a lamp and a light to our path. Um, and, and it's interesting how the Word of God shapes our perspective. Isn't that, I mean, you ever, you ever get into discussions with people, Aaron, that you know, they're throwing out, well, my opinion is this and my opinion is that. Yeah. And and it's like, what? It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, I was I was actually one of the years I was speaking down at Appalachian um, Bible College and or at the Al- Camp Alpine. And I was talking to some of the guys down there and they were telling me that at their college in their dorm, a bunch of the guys came up with a, a philosophy or a, a rule when they'd get into debates um, in the dorms. Did you guys get into debates at Northland? Oh, there was quite a bit of that that went on, yeah. yeah. I, I think that's good. I think it's I think it's fun and healthy um, in a college dorm setting, college guys kind of mm-hmm. wrestling through things. What was the rule that these so, guys came So the rule was you couldn't 
state your position unless you had a verse to go with it, mm. which was good. That is very good. Yeah, that's a great because it because it, it basically takes it out saying you've got to just take your own opinion and out of that, and it's got to be this is what God's word says. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be the lamp to our feet and a light to our path. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I like that. I, like I thought that. that was really good because I, th- I feel like a lot of times discussions happen and, and it's a lot of other reasonings, mm-hmm. but it doesn't go back to Scripture. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Um, so I, I thought that was really helpful. So, um, but anyways, we'll, we're going to jump in on this one here and look at that. What does that mean to have our pathway illuminated um, by the Word? So... Um, any thoughts on that, Aaron? Just you know that that kind of sticks out to you. Well, I think it, 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 sure. I mean, I think it, I think that that really helps us too. I mean, if if I like, like personally, if I'm not careful, I can kind of get sucked into following a certain individual, someone who hmm. I have a lot of respect for, someone who has a lot of good things to say. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you know, I I I can really get sucked into that when it when. In reality, I need to like. Oh, although we can have respect for people and we can uh, listen to different people, um, but in the end, it needs to be. I need to base my opinions and and my thinking needs to be shaped by God Himself yeah. and and by the Word of God. And um, and it's great to listen to other people, but if you're listening. Uh, you need to make sure that they are also doing the same right. as they're counseling with you. Right. So, yeah. Right. Yeah, because the Bible is not against the multitude of counselors. It says in the multitude of counselors mm-hmm. are safety. So it's not to say we shouldn't hear from people there, you know, get wisdom and things and, and to seek out counsel at times. But again, like you're saying there, that have that, does that line up with Scripture? Mm-hmm. Are those counselors giving me wise biblical counsel yeah. uh, that lines up with moral principles and things because not every question is answered directly in Scripture. So, mm-hmm. so you know, you might be praying over, should I take this job at mm-hmm. so the such and such a place? Or should I marry this girl mm-hmm. here? And the Bible doesn't say, thou shalt marry, you know, right. marry yeah. Helen, whatever. <laughs> or it doesn't say, thou shalt work definitely at Penn State. But it gives us principles mm-hmm. to kind of apply to those things and um you know obviously to, to marry a believer and marry mm-hmm. someone who's going the same direction as you and um gonna you know serve together so yeah um those type of things so so that's i think what we're talking about it's the it's the lamp to our feet and a light to our path now obviously in those days they didn't have the led headlamps mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> yeah. in fact i think the one time we were um out and Tyler Foley had. Remember, we were out that one night, and he had this super bright flashlight. I think it was like a yeah, one million lumens type of thing. Is it like a really long one? Yes. Like you could, yeah, yeah. You, you could like defend yourself from. A yeah, it was with crazy. It. But um, this thing had, was super bright. Well, obviously, that's not what they're talking about because when you have one of those super bright flashlights, you can shine it. I mean, a quarter mile away and see clearly. Yeah, but the Bible doesn't tell us that that's the way it is because it's not necessarily that God's given us all the way out the future. Mm-hmm. It's a lamp to our feet day by day. So in those biblical times, obviously they didn't have that. They didn't have street lamps. They didn't have headlamps. They had a torch, mm-hmm. and a torch allows you to see really just right around you. Yeah. Um, and and so you kind of walk step by step, and as you move forward, that illuminates your next step. 
Um, and so uh, that's kind of the idea there is it's, it's a day-by-day trusting. It's a moment-by-moment. He's going to lead us. He doesn't necessarily state, I'm going to give you all of the details. Right. All yeah. the, you know, all that. There's still a walk by faith that's there. It's necessary. Yep. So, you know, I think that's Good helpful. Stuff. I was, I was, I was listening um, yesterday to a um, a post Calvin Hauser and I touch base every once in a while, but I was listening to a post that he had posted out, and he was talking about perspective. And I thought this was helpful, and it, and it applies to this. He was talking about how he's been studying John 20 and John 21 and just looking at how to have the right perspective. And he was looking at how both of those chapters finish out with say, John saying, you know, if, if there, there was more that was, that was about the life of Jesus, more things that he did, more miracles that he did, but that aren't written. And then mm-hmm. chapter 21 finishes out, and even if all the books that were written, they still could not contain it, which is a pretty amazing mm-hmm. um, statement. Yeah. But he, he says there, you know, as we think about perspective in this in this time, we, we look at that and say all the things that Jesus did and all the things he's done for us. Well, then why should we not have a perspective of he's going to take care of the future? Mm, yeah. You know, the next yeah. step, the next thing in our lives, the next however this June is going to play out, however it's going to work out for, you know, um, family vacations or yeah. economic situations or whatever that, that God will take care of all of those details mm-hmm. um, just as he's taking care of all those. I thought that was a really good perspective. That um, is, yeah, boy, that's, that's, that's really, really good. And, 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 you know, if we keep that, if we keep that in mind, uh, that, that perspective that you just talked about, that can really help us with that. That can really help a guy like me who, who, uh, struggles with anxiety and struggles with a lot of worry that's kind of a weak spot of mind hmm. um that that if i if i don't if i can't figure out my trouble right away or the or the hardship of the situation i'm in i can really get my my pride can rear up and i can really start to get overwhelmed with anxiety and stuff uh but i i think it takes a humility to look at things with that kind of a perspective that you just described mm-hmm. um, where where you realize that it's Jesus, not me, who takes yeah. care of these things. Yeah. And I need to be okay with that and be very accepting of that and be appreciative right. and thankful for that. Right. Yeah, I, I think it goes back to, as we looked at a long time ago in, our, in this st- series in uh, Psalms, it goes back to Psalm 4610, to be still and know that he is God. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times we get anxious because we're thinking, man, I gotta control it. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so God's word again just reminds us over and over again that He's in control, mm-hmm. that He'll take care of these things, and um, and it alleviates that anxiousness. Yeah. Um, but it's I think it's as we just sit back down and study His word and remind ourselves of these truths. We have to constantly remind ourselves yeah. of truths yeah. because. We, we are prone to forget, and we start sight living instead of faith living. Yeah. And, yep. um, and it just takes us getting back to saying, okay, God, I, I don't see you in the flesh, but I know you're real, and I believe your word, and this is what it says. Yep. Um, and so just grounding in those promises. So, you know, it uses in this text here, the, the, it's kind of a synonym, the lamp and a light um, kind of guiding our feet in our path 
in that day to day. And so, um, and, and, you know, again, we, we apply that um, to our situations with principles in there. But so just for sake of time here, I mean, there's a lot we could, could dig into that. But for sake of time, let's just touch on 106 to 112 and kind of see how does that uh, play out in a few of the situations. Because this psalm, th- this, this stanza really deals with a variety of things of struggles and hardships and praise and worship and all these things. And so, um, and, and I see a couple things that kind of highlight in here. And, and one is a, an affirmation of he's going to, he, like a commitment to I'm going to live for the Lord. You see it in verse 106, I have sworn and confirmed that I will keep your righteous judgments. Mm-hmm. Similar to in, in verse 112, it's a similar commitment. I have inclined my heart to perform your statutes, statutes forever to the very end. Like there's this commitment to the word of God and obedience to it mm-hmm. that is really yeah. uh, powerful there and just to, to trust him. And I, and I think that's part of what needs to be a commitment out of, okay, God, I know your word is true. And I know that you're in control, so I'm going to trust you and I'm going to obey. Mm, yeah. Um, you know, we sing that song, Trust and Obey, but it has to be a constant, like, commitment to that. Yeah. I'm going to trust him, I'm going to obey him, and move forward on that. Yeah, it, it, yeah. there's there's a uh, uh, saying that is at the camp that we take, that, that I, uh, me and the youth leaders take the teenagers to uh, often, uh, what they, it, it what they're saying a lot is so good is bringing yourself back to two questions. Um, who is God and what did he say? Mm-hmm. So reminding you so in that, that, that phrase has been so good for me. Yeah. Just, just to whenever, as, as we go through life and constantly reminding myself with different situations that come up, okay, who is God? I need to remember who God is yeah. in this situation. And, and after I start to remember who he is, everything that he has said he is and that he claims to be, all right, now what did he say? This God that, that is uh, all-powerful, in control, all-sovereign, the creator of all things, what did he say about this yeah. now? Yeah. And so that's, that's, that's been good for me. That's a, great, that's a great two questions, who is God and what did he say? You know, that, that's Wilds of the New England. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Ran used to be at the Wilds of North Carolina, and I think they had the similar statement down there too. Cause, I'm sure, cause probably. I, yeah. I remember um. having a session with um, Ken Collier, who was the director on the Wilds of North Carolina at the time, mm-hmm. and um, his wife Marty had written a book, um, came out of her devotions, and the book was entitled "Who Is My God." And as she would read her Bible, she would keep a journal on. What she what's revealed about God, mm. you know, God sovereignly did this. God whatever, you know, just all these different details of who was her God, and then she categorized it over time. They put it in a book and categorized it, mm. and and I I bought the book and I remember just going through that and just realizing, man, what a neat study to remind ourselves of, man, this is who our God is. Mm. Yeah, um, and that's that's maybe the encouragement to to do that and journaling to let the Word of God be a lamp to our feet that way and commit it that way the other thing just a couple things i see in this as well is um that there is hardships in it he talks about affliction quite a few times uh verse 107 i am afflicted very much 
Uh, we see it in verse 109, my life is continually, and it says in my translation, in my hand, but other ones are uh, in danger. My life is continually in danger. Um, verse 110, the wicked have laid a snare for me. I mean, and so he's saying, man, just because I have the Bible doesn't mean that life is going to be roses and simple. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's going to be hardships. And so, you know, it shouldn't surprise us that we as well as unbelievers are dealing with COVID-19. Mm, yeah. We are as well as other unbelievers are dealing with sometimes job layoffs or, yeah. you know, all these things. Yeah. What What does uh I believe it's the book of Job that said it says in uh, chapter 14, verse number one, uh, that that anyone who is born of a woman or born into this world, um, his days are few and full of trouble. Right. <laughs> now, go, now go to sleep with that one tonight. Yeah. But um, yeah, absolutely. And so, yeah. Yeah. So there's there's just that reality that, OK, that we're going to be difficulties. And especially then we need the word of God. Mm. I think that's what highlights this is especially knowing that there's going to be afflictions. There's going to be days where just there is troubles out there that I need a source of truth. I need something to anchor down to. Mm. And, um, and I find that just really as an application. I think that's why he's then coming out of that saying, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to follow this to the very end is how he finishes this. And, and then he has a worship that's involved. Um, verse 108, except I pray the free will offerings of my mouth, O Lord. He says, okay, I'm just going to praise you. Um, and so we see these things all kind of tied to this, um, you know, to, uh, you, you know, just have that confidence that comes from being in God's word. And then lastly, in verse 111, that it's going it, to, it, he's, your testimonies I've taken as a, a heritage or an inheritance forever, and they are the rejoicing of my heart. It just uh, this sinks into it like, man, this is what I just lean into mm, is yeah. God's Word. So, so here's the question. What do you tend to lean into? Those who are listening here, what is it that you tend to lean into in your life that, you know, when you're going through situations, um, you know, sometimes we— you know, we, we tend to maybe lean into an individual person and we're going to call them first if things are going, you know, awry or sometimes we lean into our our favorite snack. Um, the <laughs> ice cream and chocolate lovers are like, man, I'm going to lean into some chocolate. Yeah. Um, you know, my wife jokes about it. She she keeps chocolate chips in the fridge mm, and she okay. said, you can tell how stressful the day is by if the bag is open <laughs> and facing the door. That she's reaching in to grab chocolate chips. That tells mm. you how bad the kids have been. So I've kind of learned <laughs> some days to open the fridge when I get home. Okay, the bag is closed. It's an okay day, yeah. you know, type of thing. Yeah, or if it's so, oh, it, it, like it's open. Oh no, okay, I better tread carefully. Yeah, here. I better <laughs> tread carefully, or or go take some kids away from her for a little bit, give her a break. So, um, but he, you know, the thing here is just a reminder that this is our inheritance. This is what we're going to just sink into. Spurgeon said it's a lamp by night, a light by day, and a delight at all times. And so I hope that the Word of God is that to, to those out here. I, I know for you and I, we, we talk Scripture a lot, Aaron. And, mm -hmm. and um, you know, obviously people think, well, yeah, you, you have to. You're a pastor. You know, you've <laughs> yeah. got to talk Bible. you got to study the Bible. Yeah, but it, that is probably the greatest delight of the mm -hmm. ministry is getting a chance just to Absolutely. sink into that and, and really just grow at it. Um, and so— you know, I was reading one time about a retired pastor 
who was um, still rising at four o'clock every morning to prepare sermons that he was never going to preach because he was retired and he was mm. you know older. And and one of the guys came and said, "Why do you do this?" And he said, "Man, I, I just want to continue to grow in God's word. I don't want this to ever just become, you know, yeah. to stray from me that way." Good for him, and, boy. Um, that's great. And so I I just I find that really encouraging. So just you know, hopefully you've got that biblical perspective of God's word. It is a delight to your feet, and a light to your feet, and a lamp to your path. So, um, but any any final thoughts, Aaron? Uh, no, I think we've covered it. Covered it okay. Well, and good. So it's 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 been cool to talk about this for a few minutes. Yeah. Well, hopefully it's an encouragement to you guys out there as well, and um, it'll help you lean into that. Let's have a quick word of prayer, and then we'll we'll get it today. Father, thank you so much for your word that you have given to us. That is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. And without that, we can understand how we would stumble, we would struggle. Um, but yet, you have revealed to us who you are. And, um, and how we can trust you and what you've said on different matters. And I pray that you would just help us to find our strength and our grounding there today, that we would um, just trust you no matter what's going on. Thank you for your truth that you've given to us. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. Have a great day. Hey, everybody. Enjoy your day. <laughs>